Welcome to the Mindful Dating Podcast, where it's all about helping you find healthy, lasting love without losing yourself in the process. Get clear on what you need most from a partner, develop a dating and relationship strategy that works for you, and practice self-leadership in all your relationships. Join your host, Dr. Yael Dubin, on her mission to discover how you can lead from your most authentic, courageous self and create a lifetime of joy and abundance. Good morning. There's so much on my mind this morning that I can't wait to share with you. Um, and this is like going to be a definitely a longer video. So um, buckle in, sit down, get ready to relax. But it could also be a shorter video. So I'm going to tell you two ways to reach the same destination. And you have your options. You can pick the short, sweet version and then bug out. Or you can hang out for the longer version. Um, how do you know who you are and what you should do? I think you should just follow that inner voice within. And this 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 whole conversation that I'm about to sort of initiate in a one-sided way, and I'm super open to continuing through messages, through comments, however you would like to, to have this conversation. This conversation comes about because I've really been out there mixing it up. A lot of you know that I have been coaching for like almost two years now, and it's only really been in the last four months that I've been on Facebook consistently, getting my message out there, posting almost every day, six days a week. And with this, I've been really surprised at how much actually it turns out that dating coaching and the idea of finding love presses into people's woundedness. And I think that's because relationships have been for so many people super disappointing. I mean, if there's a 50% divorce rate, that means half the people out there have really tried their best and it failed and they carry a lot of woundedness about that. That's not even, you know, and then if we talk about the fact that like 25% of women have been sexually assaulted, many women have been sexually abused or neglected in, in childhood and infancy, we're talking about a lot of relational trauma. And so naturally, if I'm saying, hey, you know, actual love is possible for you. You can have this. You deserve it. It's your birthright. Everybody needs love. You can have a great relationship. There is There are parts of people that just don't believe it. And they want me to do two things without simultaneously doing those things. On the one hand, they want me to convince them that love is possible for them. They want me to give them a persuasive argument about how they can find love. And to be frank, I can't do it. Because if you're already set on not believing in it, there's nothing I can say that's going to change your mind. And the fact that I sell dating coaching and I provide that service to people immediately makes people not trust what I have to say because they think I'm just trying to sell to them. And I'm super not trying to sell to everybody. I do want everyone out there to know that no matter what's happened in your past, genuine, authentic love for who you are at your core is possible for you. Even if you have gotten it wrong a million times, even if you don't know what it really looks like or what it feels like, tastes like, smells like, it's possible for you. Just like it's possible for humans to fly. I mean, granted, we need like the help of a hang glider, airplane, or helicopter. But if you think back to when, um, oh my God, I'm totally blocking his mind. Uh, da Vinci was writing his, you know, drew his little flying man um, gizmo. Air, air travel wasn't possible back then based on the technology, but it still remains a fact that air travel was possible for humans and we have figured it out. So really, 
And what needed to happen is we as a species had to sort of collectively grow into this vision that we had. And it took us a really long time to get there. And you can grow too, even if you don't believe it. And even if you're not sure how. And, and that doesn't mean you have to grow. It doesn't mean you have to take that invitation. But I'm going to tell you two ways to get to that destination. I'm going to tell you the short story. And this is a, a short story because I like short stories. I like things that are short and sweet. And I'm just going to say this super quickly. And so pay attention. I'm going to give you a little story and then I'm going to get you the take home message. When I was in high school, I knew a kid by the name of Richie who was like picked on a lot, blah, 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 whatever his story is, but he was a really excellent distance runner. And the joke was that he became a good distance runner because he had to outrun the people who wanted to beat him up. So that's Richie's story. And I asked Richie, hey, Richie, I can't run distances. How is it that you can run so far? Like, that's crazy that you can run that many miles. How do you do it? And he said, don't, don't look at the ground under your feet. That's the secret to going a long distance. Don't look down. If you look down at your feet, you're not going to make it. You have to keep your eyes on the horizon. And the horizon always changes. It's always way ahead of you. But if you set your sights on that far distant place, you're going to make the journey. So you have to just keep running. And he meant it not as a journey metaphor, but I took it as a metaphor. I was like, oh my God, he's right. I can't look at the shit I'm standing in. I can't look at this mud puddle. I can't look at this mess. I'll get tripped up. I'll get fatigued. I'll feel like there's no way I can make it. I have to keep my eyes up on the distant horizon. And the horizon's always going to move. So one way you can get to that love and you can get to that place where you can let love in is to stop looking down at the circumstances you're in. Stop looking down at your feet. Keep your eyes up on the horizon and look there. Aim yourself towards the farthest point that you can imagine ever making it to. And as you move forward, that point is going to change. And you're going to get to the place that, you know, a little while ago you could never have imagined being at. So that's the short story. You kind of have to stop looking down at the present and look ahead to the future, the farthest point you can imagine. That's the short way to look at it. That's the short way to get a mindset that will help you overcome some of your barriers and obstacles and overcome the mud puddle that you're standing in or the rocks or whatever is in front of you is to really look up a little bit and realize there is another version of reality out there. It's just at the horizon and you just have to keep going and persevere till you get there. So that's one thing. That's one super direct thing. And so for those of you who like short and sweet, now's a great time to bug out. But for those of you who would like um, a little poetry, if you like Rumi, if you like mysticism, if you like spirituality and a little bit more chit chat, this next part's for you. Because Rumi actually has a little poem that is a lot about this. And I want to read this to you. Um, please excuse me. I'm going to look down while I read. I don't have Rumi's poetry committed to memory, but this is my copy of The Illuminated Rumi. It's a beautiful book. Um, highly recommend. It's a translation by Coleman Barks, and I love it. And as you can see, I read it a lot and I keep it with me. I have read all the poems in here enough times I probably should have this one memorized. But anyway, I'm going to read it. It's a whole page long. A man was breaking up the soil when another man came by. Why are you ruining this land? Don't be a fool. Nothing can grow until the ground is turned over and crumbled. There can be no roses and no orchard without this that first looks devastating. You must lance an ulcer to heal it. You must tear down parts of an old building to restore it. And so it is with a sensual life that has no spirit. And so basically, this first part is the work that happens in the first 
eight weeks of mindful dating. We sort of, you know, break up the ground a little bit, soften it up a little bit, figure out what's underneath, look at the nutrients, add in the nutrients that are needed into that soil so that something beautiful, a beautiful orchard can grow there. To change, a person must face the dragon of his appetites with another dragon, the life energy of the soul. So your appetite for that quick fix, that quick solution, you have to, that's that's your dragon. That's your, your dragon of your appetite. And there's another dragon. That is your self, your core self, your life energy, your soul, psyche in, in Greek meant soul, self, and life simultaneously, all three of those things. And so your the dragon of your appetites, that dragon that wants a quick fix, has to be overcome by that dragon of your core self, getting in touch with that part of you that is always connected to the divine. When that's not strong, the world seems to be full of people who have your own fears and wantings. As one thinks the room is spinning when he's whirling around. When your love contracts in anger, the atmosphere itself feels threatening. But when you're expansive, no matter what the weather, you're in an open windy field with friends. Many people travel to Syria and Iraq and meet only hypocrites. Others go all the way to India and just see merchants buying and selling. Others go to Turkestan and China and find those countries filled with sneak thieves and cheats. We always see the qualities in others that are living within us. A cow may walk from one side of the amazing city of Baghdad to the other and notice only a watermelon rind and a tuft of hay that fall off a wagon. And this is the tendency that we have. We take those past experiences and we project them onto other people. We betray ourselves in relationships and we project onto other people that they will betray us because we haven't stood in our own value, truth, and strength. We haven't been authentic in past relationships. We haven't stood up for ourselves. So we imagine other people won't do it. And it's not to blame anybody. Like I didn't because I didn't know how. That, that short and sweet, I didn't have the skills, period. We don't have to belabor how it was I didn't learn them. I didn't have them and I had to develop them. For other people, you may have been, you may have other things. You may have had losses. You may have had um, just disappointments. It just may have been bad luck. You may have been seriously ill in your 20s and you just didn't meet the right person. Who knows? But you, the parts of you that you don't accept, you are projecting that other people won't accept them also. And Rumi goes on and says, don't keep repeatedly doing what your animal soul wants to do. That's like deciding to be a strip of meat nailed and drying on a board in the sun. Your spirit needs to follow the changes happening in the spacious place it knows about. That part of you that is wanting love, that is seeking love, that is listening to this video, that is joining mindful dating, that is curious about mindful dating, that's your spirit who wants an expansive, genuine, authentic love. That part of you that sees only liars, cheats, narcissists, addicts, whatever, that sees like, I don't know, this heteronormative relationship and even hears me as talking about it. I'm queer. I dated mostly women. I'm not talking about what we have to do to get along with men. That was never my goal. I'm talking about genuine, authentic love between two people. And it could be two women. It could be two gender, gender queer people. It doesn't matter. If you're projecting something onto my message, own that recognize that's what you think about relationships. It's not what I'm thinking. And you want more, which is why you're listening. Follow your spirit. Your spirit needs to follow the changes happening in the spacious place it knows about. You know that we're meant for more. You know that deep in your core. 
And in that spacious place you know about, Rumi goes on to say, there the scene is always new, a clairvoyant river of picturing more beautiful than any on earth. This is where the Sufis wash. Purify your eyes and see the pure world. Your life will fill with radiant forms. It's a question of cleaning, then developing spiritual senses. See beyond phenomena. And so that is actually my invitation to you is to see beyond what's going on at your feet. Like I was talking about in my earlier analogy, metaphor, whatever it is we're talking about. Don't look down at the ground. That's phenomena. That's what you've experienced so far. And yes, many of your experiences have been disappointing and you're armored up and you don't want to have another one. Totally get that. Respect that. And if it's just not your time to deal with this, totally not your time. But for some of you, it is your time. For some of you out there, it is time for you to, to say, yeah, okay, there's a lot of mud down here. There's just a lot of shit. I'm standing in a cow pie. Okay. And I know that there's something out there. In fact, if I shift where I'm looking, I see other possibilities out there. I'm not sure I can make it to the horizon. And in fact, when I get to that point on the horizon, I'm pretty sure I'll see something else I also want. But I know I don't want this shit, so I'm going to have to stop standing in it. I'm going to have to stop looking at it. And I'm going to have to lift my gaze like that cow who only sees the trash on the ground. I have to stop looking down. I have to look up a little bit. And if you're still watching by now, kudos to you for watching the message. I know a couple people have dipped in and out while I've been talking, and that's great. And if you are busy, and I know it's a weekday and a lot of you might be busy, that's okay too come back to this video later, watch it later. And if you happen to pop in as I'm wrapping up, just come back and watch this, save this video for later, email yourself the link, whatever it takes. But listen to the fact that your spirit is wanting more, your soul is wanting more. You have, and this, this is 100% true, you have like a mission in the world and everybody's mission in the world is to bring about healing, growth and wholeness. It's a broken world. Anybody who watches the nightly news knows that. And it's broken because the individuals in it are broken. And part of how we repair the world is by doing that repair work on ourselves, by clarifying our spiritual senses and seeing the beauty that's around us. Because even though I used to have a friend who would say, oh, with all this shit, there must be a pony somewhere. When you're standing in shit, you have to realize there's a pony somewhere. There is a beautiful gift and blessing. And that doesn't mean you need to stay here. You can actually move your gaze and move your body into a different setting. You can decide where to look. And this kind of goes on into that. Do you choose your own reality? Do you create your own reality? Or or a little bit differently, do you create your own experience? And like they say, shift happens. You can shift your experience. You can say, yes, this is what is right here. And I can also see the horizon and I know that it isn't all this. I see other people having what I want. I read books about it. It's in the human imagination. Even if humans collectively haven't figured out how to do it, back when da Vinci was writing his little flying plane diagrams, flight wasn't possible, but it is now. So I'm going to be part of the movement of love scientists who create the ability to have better authentic relationships. Even if we can't fly the plane just like da Vinci couldn't, I'm going to sketch a vision that inspires other people to keep working on this task. So that's kind of, you know, I'm, I'm more like a visionary person. And a lot of that's because I was standing in the mud back in high school when Richie said, don't look down, you have to look at the horizon. The reason I took it as a metaphor is I knew I was standing in a mud puddle. I knew I was growing up in a circumstance that was mm, a lot less than ideal and wasn't one that I wanted to continue into my future. So I had to look at the horizon and see a different perspective. Now, 
that's basically my message today is shift your perspective. If you don't see any evidence of it, shift your perspective because what's happening is you're listening to parts of you that are armored up and want to defend against disappointment. And if there are parts of you that are listening to this message, it's because there are other parts that know better. So I'm going to invite you just to step back, digest this message. Please pop a comment in. Please reach out with with a message. Um, I do get messages and comments from people, and a lot of people do want to message me privately, and I love knowing that something resonated. So drop me a line. Have a beautiful Tuesday. It has been a pleasure sort of thinking over all of these, and I hope that this has inspired you to recognize that you have the capacity to shift your own life into a place where you're not so hard like the ground. You're a little bit softened and ready and your fertile soil for the kinds of things that you really want to grow in your life and you really want to see. It would be my honor to be part of that journey. And if all the only part I ever play is here on these free videos, please let me know I'm a part of it. And if you want to pursue some coaching with me, you're thinking about mindful dating program, let me know. If you're not in my free group, I can pop you in there and you can do a little more exploring. Um, if you are in my free group, thank you for joining. And um, yeah, so just, you know, reach out, let me know how this sits. And I am going to close this down. You all have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to Mindful Dating with your host, Dr. Yael Dubin. If you're ready to shake up your dating routine and transform your approach to relationships, go to BahiraCoaching.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, pick up your free digital copy of Five Keys to Finding Lasting Love, and even schedule a free call with Yael now. Bahira Coaching is on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date with our programs, literature, and watch live sessions with Dr. Dubin. Links will be included in the show notes. Tune in next week when we'll share more about how you can find lasting love without losing yourself in the process.